0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. It's 100 episodes. Yay! <laughs> my name is Scott Sweitzer, I'm your host, and I am the Clydesdale. We love to do fitness, and these are my friends. And as you can see, it's 100 episodes.
1: <laughs> How do we get here?
0: I know. It has been crazy. The first thing we have to do is we have to thank our sponsor, Rx Gear, uh, for kind of making our dreams come true, being paid podcasters um, to do this show. But they're an amazing company. They have a lot of great products out there. Um, I did notice they moved hashtag 10 a day to February 1st. So you got some more time to get that brand spanking new RX Smart Your Jump Rope. And you can use the code Clydesdale15 to get 15% off everything in the store except for new editions and new releases and special editions. Tried to combine it there for a minute.
2: You know what? I just went on vacation and I took one piece of equipment. Guess what it was?
0: RX, mark your jump rope.
2: That's it. You got it.
0: So, yeah. So we'll talk more about the hashtag 10 a day um, as we approach February and get more details, but yeah, it's cool. They moved it to February with the open moving to March That way you're doing it right before the open starts to have those double unders down. And they announced the list of equipment you're going to need for the open if you do it at home. And a jump rope was on that list, correct? I I think we'll talk about that next week. (laughs) Yeah. The only big CrossFit news that probably needs to be talked about tonight is Amanda Barnhart is moving from the lovely state of Ohio, to Boston, Massachusetts, to train with Katrin. And
1: She was already a comp train athlete, right? Um, Harry was her coach at stage one, at phase one of the CrossFit Games.
0: So she has a coach in Dayton that is her everyday coach. And then she says, it's weird, like she uses the terminology, I follow comp train programming.
3: She yeah, really she, say. like I said,
1: she Harry was her coach in stage two, I, I, or stage one, rather. Um, so I do think she's a you know a comp train athlete, if you will. Okay. Um, now that she's a Reebok athlete, I guess she's Reebok, yeah. right? She just said yep. Reebok, yeah, they're scooping her up. I love it. Good
2: for yeah, her. But
0: she did say she did say that she's keeping her coach in Dayton, they're just going to be on the phone a lot, um, talking because she's still. She still wants him to be her coach, uh, kind of an everyday coach. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with all this.
2: We should get on the show and talk to her about it. I guess I wish she would have kind of moved closer more towards Columbus and continued to train with Christy. That would have been my – I don't know. I thought they were a good training team together.
0: Yeah, I think Christy has been teasing that she may or may not go individual this year. Um, and so maybe that's what kind of precipitated the move. I don't know.
1: It's also opportunities
0: for her. I'm sorry.
1: I'm reading for Christy to have a baby. Yep. (laughs) It's time girlfriend. Let's go.
0: Yeah. And her, and really Amanda's husband, this gives him an opportunity to kind of finish some goals he had professionally, uh, with the move. And they said it's probably not a permanent move. They're both, their roots are in Ohio. So they'll probably be back, um, after a, after a time. So, but that's not what tonight's about. Tonight's is about us and pulling this off for 100 episodes. Um, And so I just want to kind of start off with just your overall feelings of getting to 100 episodes. So let's start with Charlie. Come on, Charlie.
3: You don't want to start with me yet. You can go on. All right, Amy. I
2: just, I mean, it's hard for me to believe that like it's just been over a year and we've done a hundred episodes. Like that seems like a massive amount of, of episodes and like in a great way. Like I just never would have expected it to take off like it did, so. Um, yeah, so <laughs> <I'm super laughs> never, in
0: my, never in my wildest dreams.
2: Yeah, like I actually was, was talking to family over the holiday they were asking me about it and I was explaining it and I was like you know I just thought it was just going to be some friends just chatting about a sport we liked I didn't think we would actually be like really getting to interview all the people that we've gotten to interview and 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 start building relationships with with those people so that's been great. Kat?
1: Yeah that's been really cool for me I know that um you know I'm a late starter to the group but um when you look at 100 and you compare us maybe to some other podcast um, groups or ensembles, it may not seem like a lot, but when we have every week we have a guest, we don't just sit around and talk, even though some of those episodes are super fun um, to sit around and talk. And if I you know if it were up to me, we'd, we'd do one a day just talking because <laughs> um, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, So I look at other content creators on YouTube and I think think like, wow, they have so many more episodes than us, but the ones that we are doing where we have to coordinate with, you know, these elite athletes and these people in the space that are part of media or coaching or, you know, event coordinators and managers, it's not an easy task. So the fact that, you know, half of those episodes or about half um, have been those sort of coordinated interviews and not just us sitting around talking um, is quite something. I'm super proud to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, when we started this there was no thought of getting tons of CrossFit athletes on the show and to be doing an athlete episode every week and a sit around talk episode every week like I that blows my mind that we even got to that and we pulled it off and it just has become the norm now.
3: I mean, I rem- I remember us, you know, Scott, you and I sitting at the the old gym space uh kind of by those weights i think you'd come back from a regional or a games or something and we were just talking about you know we were just shooting the breeze talking about what was happening and stuff you saw backstage and all those things and we're like man we should we should think about putting this on a podcast and I was like yeah yeah we'll see what happens and now here we are yeah
0: yeah i just i can't believe it all came together the way it did um so i guess we'll get into the next agenda title uh, item. And that is kind of the way the format changed from the way we started to where we are today. Cause it is, it is light years different than what it was when I first approached Charlie and Amy to do a podcast. Uh, and like Charlie said, like we've talked about it all the time and and Amy and Charlie and I would text each other every time there was an event on, we'd be texting live about what's going on or the latest behind the scenes documentary or the latest fittest on earth. And we would just text all the time. And I thought, you know, what precipitated this was a thing that happened to me at work. And I just lost all love for my job. And I had to find an outlet that gave me something I love to do. And I thought, what better time than now to do this? And I talked to these two guys and they said, yeah, sure. Let's do it. And it started with, if there was an event, we kind of, we did a pre preview of it and then we did kind of a post look at the event and there were really was no regular schedule it was just if there was an event if we were around we kind of did it and um and that lasted a couple episodes and then we thought hey we know saxon let's text him and see if he'd do an interview with us we'll go up and work out at his gym and we'll then afterwards do an interview and we did that and it was like, that's pretty cool. Maybe we'll start doing that like tour around the different gyms in the country with where athletes were at work out with them for an hour and then do an interview. So we did that with Christy and Patrick, um, at CrossFit Polaris and we were still doing the news ish kind of thing. Um, but we were combining it with the interview. So our episodes were like an hour and a half, two hours long. Yeah. It was, it was a little much, um, And then I think another pivoting point was when I went to Mayhem. So I go to Mayhem and I meet Ron Ortiz and I meet Nikki Brazier and they jump, they've, and Larry Moss. And they, they agreed to jump on and do interviews with us. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And then we've told the story of Kat, like her and I met at Mayhem. I want to make it clear. Kat and I spoke for maybe five seconds yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Hi. it, nice it was you. it was really an introduction to like get together later and talk yeah. about some stuff and so at mayhem i didn't get to hang out with kat i didn't really know her we just we were introduced by a mutual friend uh, and so that was a real pivotal moment because we came back i came back and we did the the post thing and i interviewed ben smith for four minutes because my battery died and we kind of did that post thing. And then we, we interviewed Nikki Brazier and we interviewed uh, Larry Moss and we interviewed Ron Ortiz. And so we started doing this. We're like, maybe we can do this. And we really shifted to almost a holy interview show. And the news was just a little tidbit either before or after the interview. And then our first human interest story was Cat episode 13 11 11
2: because that's my lucky number 11
0: <laughs> episode 11 and so we interviewed cat and i pre-interviewed her because i didn't know her story i only talked to her for five seconds at mayhem and so we had a phone conversation kind of got to know each other we did I didn't let interview. her speak at
1: all in the pre-interview <laughs> i just blah, 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 the whole time
0: in the pre in that's- the post you did really well Um, and then we just became fast friends. We started texting like Charlie and Amy and I do during things. And it was like, this is really cool. And I thought when we hit 25 episodes, we did the special episodes, right? We did, you interviewed me, Charlie and Amy, and we released those as special editions. And that's how you kind of got involved. And during that, you and Amy were chatting And Amy said her dream was to have Con Porter on the show, and you reached out. I can do that. I
1: think I can do that.
0: (laughs) And you got us Con. And at that point, I went to Amy and Charlie, like, you know, we're getting busy. Maybe we bring Cat on so that we always have some people to do interviews. And and COVID had started, so we moved to Zoom.
2: That's what I was just going to say. Like, we moved to Co. Okay, sorry. Now, we moved to Zoom out of necessity for a few international athletes, right? Right at the same time as COVID was happening. And it turned out, dang, that yeah, was a right perfect. thing to do. It yeah. just was yeah. this nice, smooth transition. Right, and it allowed and us... I think we would be where we are right now if COVID hadn't
1: happened. I
0: completely, be completely agree.
2: different.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I wouldn't have been as big of a part of the show either because if you guys were getting together... You know, I wouldn't I I can't like drive to drive to Ohio every weekend, you know, to do interviews and things. So I like that Con Porter was like my dowry into the group. It's kind of I mean, there is no
2: better dowry,
1: right?
0: (laughs) So that was that was right around episode 25.
1: That was our first uh, YouTube episode, too. Right. was Con. uh, Spieler
0: was number one. Oh,
1: Chris Spieler. You're right.
0: Spieler was number one. Out of necessity, because he's in Colorado and he had just gotten over COVID. COVID. And so that happened through there. And then Con was the next one. And then it just, we moved to full Zoom. And it's kind of the format we went for media. And it's worked out great. Um, And then we kept doing interviews and interviews and interviews. And then it was the Glassman incident. We started doing it just news episodes because we had to report everything that was going on with Glassman and CrossFit HQ. And so we actually did that even a couple in a row with no interview. And Kat said to me, we're getting just as many downloads and, and listens for just us. And those are a lot of fun. Like I love hanging out with my friends and I was like, you know what? You're right. It, we're getting just as much. And so that's when we started the every other episode. One, um, one athlete and then one just us sitting around having fun. And it was really cool to realize that people wanted to hear what we had to say, um, just us. Uh, because we are connected and as we're growing, we're getting more and more connected to people around the CrossFit world. And so we are getting some inside information before it goes public, and it allows us to put on a better news show now, and uh, and that's that's a big pivoting point. And I think it's really where we kind of nestled in, nestled into like our groove, because we do a big a big hunt for for uh, athletes, and we do as many as we can, and then we just kind of sit back and release them as as it's appropriate. Um, and if something big comes up, we try to trickle that in. Um, like getting Matt O'Keefe the week after the games to talk about Matt coaching Matt Frazier and all the stuff that he was doing behind the scenes and is going to be doing behind the scenes in the upcoming season. We got that by great timing and got to release that uh, ahead of some of the stuff we had recorded. Um, but and that's just what one about example. The,
1: what about the After Dark episodes? Those are we, fun.
0: Yeah, and those were just... And we're gonna keep trying stuff like that. The Clydesdale After Dark, where we went live after each day of the games and talked about what happened all the way to the the finish. Um, we even had special guests on for that. Um, it's, been, it's been a lot of fun. And I, I, I just wanna harken back to the original before we went to Zoom. We had a setup. I mean, so many wires on the table in the gym. It was a digital recorder. That plugged into a phone so we would plug it into the phone and then we had we had to have earphones for everybody so i had to get a splitter with this little contraption that, sh- that did the volume for each headphone it was crazy and it's like there's just plugs and wires everywhere and we would hope to get a good connection on an iphone with somebody um and it not be too hissing and popping
2: yeah we uh, would have to like play with how to where to place it so it
0: wouldn't. Yeah, and if my iPhone was too close to one of the wires, it would hiss and pop. And oh That's gosh, crazy. it was just it was crazy. Uh but we still all have we still have all that equipment to do things if we need to that way. But it's been a lot more easy to do the zoom.
2: We also learned that Kat and I were long lost twins.
1: I mean seriously. <laughs> so crazy Amy. So crazy. Yeah. We have to and we still have not met in person. I know. Right. Which is yeah. super weird, but that'll
0: happen. Yeah. We got to we'll. get you to Columbus. I'll get there. Just to hang out and do a live show.
1: Yeah. Gonna work out. Um,
0: yeah. That'd yeah. be great. So, um, so let's first kind of just talk about the round tables. Like what's your favorite part? Um, what are some favorite memories from the round tables? Um, things like that. So, uh started with Amy last time. Let's go, Kat.
1: So I like, so I have a very self-deprecating sense of humor. So I especially like it when I get vulnerable and talk to you guys about how, you know, like the barometer for my back pain is whether I can wipe my ass or not. <laughs> you know, I sort of tell it like it is. Um, and I like on those roundtables that I don't have to be very super guarded. You know, I'm not trying to like be proper for a guest or anything like that. And I can just kind of tell it like it is. Um, I like that I get spicy sometimes with some of our, some of the topics that we talk about that um, I do hold back, believe it or not, um, just for the sake of the show (laughs) and wanting to move forward. Um, But I just like to be, you know, honest and, and vulnerable. I think it's you know we talk about my son and all of his antics about being a mom because it's it, it's like my authenticity that i appreciate because what you see is what you get i don't pretend that my kids are perfect i don't pretend that i'm perfect um because nobody is and i think uh you know people can relate to that
0: yeah amy
2: i like that that what i like about it is that we're just these 40 maybe 50 something you know a bunch of <laughs> masters athletes that love the sport that just like to to shoot the you know breeze about it and i actually love it when we disagree about stuff because i think it is even though we we jab at each other i think it's very respectful and i think we just all have different perspectives that we bring to it but i think that that is some really good content to our listeners just when we are like yeah i hear what you're saying but i totally view that totally different um so I think I think that that's what I like the most is just when we discuss something, but we don't always always agree on it.
0: Yeah, I think some of the yeah. best content comes from the disagreements.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It. it um, and we we disagree often. Yeah. And sometimes you guys even convince me to change my mind.
1: Not often. Same. I've been convinced as well. I've, you know, I've, you present other perspectives that I hadn't thought of. Helps me keep an open mind.
0: Yeah. Charlie?
3: I just like when I can show up to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so do
3: we. It's a, it's so do we. Few and far between, as you could probably already hear in the background. But um, no, I mean, you know, we, uh, I enjoy the conversations that we have and when we can have them and, you know, get in my opportunity to talk about Mike Tyson, usually is uh, yeah. what we really get to do. So. Well, before we
0: move on from Charlie, you got to show the old school garb. The original podcast logo. Sounds and cat. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah, Cats Under the Sled. Um, <laughs>
2: I was taking a we picture. Did have,
3: we did actually have one that was a misprint that had two Amy's oh, on there. You're right. So I should have worn that one. <laughs> yeah. That's a collector's
2: and item.
0: You have one of only two hats that were ever made with the logo. Yeah. right Yep. Yeah. Love it.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Love that logo. So the other one was, I gave to my dad uh, and they, and we put it in his coffin.
3: I feel like I should take this off.
0: I think if I remember, it's been a blurry, blurry, blurry last quarter, but I, I love the round tables. Um, Like I've said a number of times, you guys are my best friends. You know, I I do have a couple in-person best friends too. And when I can get around to things. But, but like, I miss you guys when we don't do a weekly round table. Same. Um, and it, it helped me so much through COVID as an extrovert to be able to sit and talk to friends for an hour every week. And I know we're doing it over Zoom, but it felt like it was somewhat in-person.
1: It's still a connection. Yeah, completely. And I, I don't get nervous. Either. I get really nervous sometimes when we interview people for whatever reason, I think there's going to be like dead space or how are we going to keep the conversation going? And, and these round are just so there's no anxiety, you know, hitting the record button and just starting. I just, uh, yeah, I really enjoy them. I wish we could do them a little earlier, but I still like them. <laughs> We're working on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, the,
1: the post-production late night Wednesdays can't be fun.
0: Oh, it is not fun. <laughs> Especially when I'm getting up at six to work the next morning. But, right. um, but I ha- I'm getting pretty quick.
1: At
2: least so. you're not getting up and driving to work. You're just That's so
0: Yeah, so I'm not getting up at 5.30. I'm getting up at six.
2: <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> at three o'clock. Why not? 3 p.m.? Yeah, sure. Well... I just I
0: lo- I'm so glad that we decided to go to these roundtable shows and separate it from the interview uh, because it gives full attention to both, and uh, and if you like one over the other, you, you have the option now. And
1: I had a I had a really hard time when we would record um, intros and outros from the interviews that we did. Really hard time remembering the things that we talked about, because it, it comes across to the listener as we get together, then we cut to this interview, and then we'd come back together, and we'd have to sort of intro it, and you'd react, you know, in advance, like, oh, remember when we talked to Margo, and it's like, yeah, but I don't remember what we talked about. That was like two weeks ago, and we have to sit here and, like, kind of pretend to, to do that, so I, I like the fact that we just do the interview, and there it is, and then, you know, we get the whole hour to talk the next time. That was yeah. tough.
0: It's great. So the next item on our agenda is the guests, you know, (laughs) could you have imagined that in the course of a hundred episodes, just a little over a year, we would have talked to who we have talked to.
2: No, never. And that's the thing that I was like, when my family was asking me about how the podcast was going, I was like, of course I want listeners, please understand that. But I was like, even if we didn't have listeners, (laughs) the fact that I have this opportunity to speak to these athletes and get to know their story to me is enough, you know, like fulfills me enough to continue to do this. Like that is what I find you know, fascinating. And then add on, you know, that we do have listeners that are curious and in, into hearing the stories that we're sharing. It's just the, the cherry on top of it.
0: Yeah. And to get to ask them questions without anybody like, we were all podcast junkies before this, right? Listening to every podcast about every athlete. And there'd always be questions that you never got to ask an athlete. Cause what's weird is our, our mind frame is different when we talk to athletes, we want to know more, not just what it felt like to run down your victory lap for this or whatever, you know, we got to ask Ben Smith what it felt like to trip and fall in the sand, flat on his face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and try to get up, and and how much did his brothers dog him about it, and for how long, like those are the fun questions.
2: Practicing, on on you know making another baby name. I mean, right. Oh, yeah. I did say that, didn't I? Yeah. yeah, you did.
0: Yeah, just things like that are getting to know someone's backstory, and what drove them to, to start CrossFit. You know, Becca Voigt talking about how she just was mentally depressed after leaving basketball and not having a team sport and how CrossFit's community saved her from that depression. Like that's just amazing. Um, and there's, there's a hundred, well, not a hundred, there's 50 more of those stories um, that we learned along the way. And so there's a couple sub, there's a couple sections I want to talk about our guests and, the first one is the early adopters. Those people that came on the show when we didn't even have a proof of concept, you know, that gave us a shot, like Saxon being our first guest, Christy and Patrick coming on. And my gosh, well, so welcoming. And if you knew what happened behind the scenes that night, I forgot my memory card, literally had to drive from the gym back to my house. Get a memory card. Come back so that we could do the interview and restart it. We'd already done like five minutes; it didn't record, and we had to do it again. And they had to act like it was brand new. Um, and they were so cool about the whole thing.
3: The Saxon one, the uh, mic stopped working, so Amy and I had to share a mic. That's, That's right. right. We were not social distancing. That was
2: pre-COVID. <laughs> COVID. It was
0: Right, and then you had um, Nikki Brazier who jumped on. We had Larry Moss who was awesome. Uh, Ron Ortiz.
3: Matt O'Keefe.
0: Um, Matt O'Keefe. Freddy. All those people. What's that?
2: Freddie.
3: Freddie.
0: Yeah, Freddie. And they all jumped on without a proof of concept and and gave us a shot to get in to get into their lives and and know what they're going through and like people like Freddie, like he was going through, he was just stopped drinking because he felt he was an alcoholic and he shared that whole story with us and why he needed to overcome it and why he needed to change his life. And like, we got that story days after he announced it on Instagram. I saw it on Instagram and I thought, I'm going to take a shot. And I sent him a DM immediately. And he said, yes, within like two hours. And Amy and I recorded that the next week at her house Mm -hmm. um, on the phone with him. And that was just, that was awesome. So I want to thank all those guys because they gave us that shot that got us a little bit of a momentum roll that when we started to ask athletes, they could look and say, oh, they did interview Christy O'Connell and Saxon Pancheck and so on. Yeah. And gave us at least a little bit of credibility. So, the next one, the next category I want to give you is the surprises. Those people we had on the show that we had no idea what their story was and just by happenstance got something. And we had a lot of those. So, Kelly Baker,
1: Kelly Baker is my favorite.
0: I had her on my list. Yes. I mean,
1: she was what a team athlete, just, we got her from Dex, right? So Dex gave, gave us um, the lead with her and talked to her. And she is just quite a lady, <laughs> an educator of young girls and, you know, has this great message to to send to her students and everything else. And I think we barely talked about CrossFit. Um, and those are sort of the episodes that I remember, you know, where those surprises sort of happened.
0: Yeah. She talked a lot about female empowerment yeah. and that, you should push yourself outside your comfort zone every day. Yeah. And it didn't have to be CrossFit. It could be run a marathon. It could be do a triathlon. It could be whatever pushes you outside that comfort zone. It was an awesome, awesome. We we had so many surprises. I have a pretty long list, but Amy, do you have any?
2: I think both um, Annika and Emma were big surprises to me. I mean, not only, I mean, yes, their, um, their stats are amazing, but just the way that how poised they were on our interview. Like they were, it was just, that was awesome. Super mature.
0: So mm-hmm. mature for two teen athletes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's going to be exciting to see them transition to the open division.
1: Yeah. And we've maintained nice relationships with both of them too. A lot of our guests since, since they've come on, Annika DM'd me out of the blue the other day, just about something super random. Like she responded to one of my stories and Normally with those kinds of athletes, like I'll I will comment and I'll get something very nice back, but it's never really, you know, generated from the athlete. And and she just sort of out of the blue sent me something. She's she's great. But yeah, those are the connections too that you just you can't put a price tag on.
3: Any for you, Charlie? Um you know, one I can think of is the when we talked to the buttery bros and they weren't in buttery bro mode. And it was just <laughs> yeah. it was not surprising or weird, but it was just interesting to see, you know, Mars on the lower level and, and, you know, them both on the just a normal having a conversation talking about what happened and all the things like that and not being on essentially. So that was, that was fun. And then, uh, you know, Keith getting so emotional about his relationship with, with Matt, you know, that early. And, you know, I think that was one of the original we got kind of scooped on some things and obviously before all the COVID stuff happened, but, um, you
0: know, some of the events they were doing and all that. Yeah. Matt telling us what the West coast classics events were like a month before they were going to hold the West coast classic. Now COVID shut down the West coast classics. so Nobody got to see them anyway, but we did get some scoopage and it was pretty cool. Um, I have like, I have a big list, Jenna Cannon, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's all cat cat got her. Um, she blew me away and how open she was about her OCD and the struggle she goes through on a day-to-day, um, on the day-to-day and and she just was so warm um, and friendly and she's another one of the athletes we stayed in touch with after, not even athlete, but stayed in touch with her after and she's amazing. Um, I also had uh, Justin Kotler. Um, you know, he went from, I don't really know who he is to one of my favorite people on this planet in (laughs) one interview.
2: Um, I like totally have a crush on him. Yeah. Just like a person crush. I just really like, I just want to hang
0: out. Uh, Ryan Elrod, uh, for being a master's athlete, his story was so amazing and how open he was about the suspension he had to serve. Um, and I just, you know, then our heart broke when the masters went away and here he is to, to kind of redeem himself. He couldn't do it. And Jack Sernett, someone that, that a friend of ours just said, Hey, check this guy out. Um, and his message, um, James Hobart coming onto our podcast and talking to me about my documentary.
1: Oh, yeah. He was like, a fan of you.
0: Right. Like, like, how's this happening? pinch me. You know, that was just amazing. Um, And Mike and Sage Burgender, the relationship between those two and getting to watch them um, interact was just priceless. You know, Mike talking about his time at Notre Dame, just fun stuff that isn't about his strength programming, but just the, the things that he's done in his, in his life. And I'll, I'll leave it at, uh, last one, Adam Kramer. Um, the Green Beret Project. Project yeah. I'm still in touch with them. You know, I try to post things that they have going on, fundraisers. What an amazing organization um, that Kat got to know because it ha- it's happening right there in Delaware. Um, but his story, like it should be a movie. Mm-hmm. And, and that was awesome. So my next subject is the doubles, the people we've had back for a second time. Can you believe that not only we were interviewed these people for an hour, but they were willing to come back and we had enough content to do another hour. Mm
2: -mm.
0: And the doubles were Saxon, uh, Margo Alvarez, Chief Keefe, Tommy Marquez, and Ben Smith Kinda. (laughs)
1: it was a (laughs) four-minute interview
0: and then an hour interview
1: haven't we talked to christy a second time yep christy O'Connor. didn't i say that christy no no okay christy christy Christy
0: and patrick both of them there were there both times um dr stark patrick clark well he's been a guest host not really interviewed
2: okay well i'm just saying he has been interviewed
0: once yeah yeah
2: so he's been back
0: are we disagreeing? Okay. Are we <laughs> okay.
2: Yep. Disagreement.
0: Um, you know, it's really cool when you, when your proof of concept is working well enough that people are willing to return.
1: Yeah. And, and we've gotten a lot of guests from being able to make those connections and get some referrals too, right? Like, right. hey, I was on, you know, and we, we can sort of drop the name, like, hey, Kelly, we just had Dex on, would you like to come on? You know, that kind of thing. I, I've used that plenty of times to get some guests and it's really helped.
0: And so I'm going to finish it up with just a few of your favorites.
2: But before that, I just want to say that um, if only our proof of concept would work so that one of our co-hosts would <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was gonna ask, am I on that list of returning <laughs> uh, guests? Charlie, is this your first Today you finally You're got recording. your second your second one. <laughs> got my second one in. Um yes uh sage, I wasn't there that day either. So
2: <laughs> But you were there. I was there. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's,
0: let's finish perfect. up let's finish up the faves with um, a couple of our favorites. And I'm going to start with Charlie, and I'm going to make him go.
3: Um. Well, Bethany Shadburn was one of mine. I wasn't on it, but it was one of uh, my favorites because she's great. Um, I feel like I've said it a lot today, but the Matt O'Keefe one, the first one we did early on on, was, was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, and uh, – and I, I'm gonna—I can't remember her name. Courtney. Courtney Roselle. Roselle. She was just the—the the energy level she brought. Um, you know, the story she had. I think that was a great one as well.
0: Yeah. Amy.
2: Do we really need to ask?
0: <laughs> I said a couple. <laughs> so we know the one. He's one through five.
2: <laughs> Con Porter is number one, 100. percent. Um. Gosh, I really had so many, but I'm, I'm actually asked this question a lot, and people will ask me what my favorite one was, and I'll, I'll say, it, like, what was my favorite one, because I'm a fan, or like, which was my favorite interview, what surprised me the most, so, con just because of, I'm the biggest fan for that, um, but actually, Jack Cernet was one of my favorite um, guests on here. Um, I just really felt connected to him and his story, um, I, s- I follow him on social media, and just am um, really intrigued and inspired by his journey. Um, Armin and Sage, like I, I just loved those interviews as well. I mean, th- I, I love them all. It was really hard for me to pick, but.
0: Kat?
1: Well, she took all mine, but uh, <laughs> no, I would say um, from, a, from a sort of respect in the profession, definitely Armin and Justin. So those two interviews were were, were really great to be able to sort of get in behind them and and figure out uh, where their head is when they're doing these interviews and things was great. Um, I really liked Kate Gordon interview, and that was before me. I actually listened to it right before we recorded um, because I listened to it once and I just kind of wanted to hear it again. Um, I really like her and she's been super active lately on social media and I'm just um, a big fan of hers. Um, So I liked that one. Um, And then our recent interview with Tommy, I really enjoyed Um, More because of the conversations we had off camera um, than anything else. But yeah, Tommy's a good guy.
0: And that's something that the listeners probably don't know is a lot of times we end the interview and the guest stays on. And sometimes like Tommy, they'll (laughs) stay for 20, 25 minutes afterwards. And you're like, shoot, why did I stop recording? (laughs) But they actually sometimes give us inside information um, about what's going on at headquarters or what's going on and different things that they would not tell us if the record button was still going. Yeah. Um, but I like Tommy even telling us that he had bought Tiff a new engagement ring, knowing that our, our episode wouldn't air until after he gave it to her. Right. Um, but he trusted us with that information for two weeks before he did it, yeah. uh, which was cool. Um, So I started typing down all my favorites and because I can't narrow anything down, it just got to be a mess.
1: It's like picking a favorite child. It really is. is. It's very hard to do.
0: Some of the ones that you guys didn't mention, (laughs) (laughs) like early on Dex, like Dex, Dex was like so much fun. Totally. We laughed so much during that interview. Um, Kelly, that you mentioned uh, for surprise. Uh, Chief Keef, of course, because of, you know, with my MBA, I like to hear about business stuff. Um, I'm going to narrow it down. I really am. To (laughs) to (laughs) Spieler was one of my all-time favorites. Uh, To to talk to that legend and get so in-depth with him was just awesome. Bill Grundler, uh, I fanboyed over that a lot. Um, That was, that was amazing. Armin because he's in what we do and seemed to view us as a peer and not like talk down to us. um, I thought was really cool. And then I'm going to finish up with these three, the dancers blew me away.
1: Yeah. Dancers, the
0: dancers blew me away. Colleen Fosh. I love that story and I loved what we got uh, in that interview. And I'm going to finish up with Tasia. knew it of course yeah tasia is uh one of my favorites so but even colleen like i i watch every one of her vlogs now about the bobsledding i want to know what's next with the bobsledding um she has pulled me into that life uh, that i never thought i'd be that into bobsledding um but yeah so let's talk about the funny moments
1: the blooper reel
0: yeah. And I'll start with mine. My big one was when I told Annika that I didn't see the world until I moved to Columbus. <laughs> right. That
1: was funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so that's a um on the last episode I said that Danielle uh was really loose on our interview. Um and that she
1: did. <laughs> That got
0: that got ripped up pretty good. And I do that a lot. So to even pick any more of those, there's too many of them to even, to even go back to, but, um, Great. so let's go, Amy.
2: I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be the one when I same episode talking to Annika when, or the preview when I said that I was a mom as a mom, a teacher, parent, blah, 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 I <laughs> all my titles, which I still do all the time. I've noticed like if I'm, <laughs> writing a very passive aggressive email about something I'm like as an educator and as an administrator I'm like stop naming your
0: title that's great Yeah, one of my favorites with Charlie is and I'm not going to name the guest but he brought up a subject that they didn't want to talk about (laughs) and it was just him and I and everything came to an abrupt halt like like an immediate like okay (laughs) Nope. Great. And so we're like, we'll cut that out. Guaranteed. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then everything did get back to normal and it turned out to be a pretty good interview. But there was just that that screeching halt moment.
3: Yeah.
2: That's why I always say we should ask, is there anything you don't want to talk
1: about before we record?
3: Here's the thing. I think we did. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah I mean, sometimes Dude. people don't think of everything that they don't yeah. want to talk about. That's hard I to... Think-
0: I think one of the comments we get a lot from our guests are that they can't believe we did so much research. And so I think when we ask that question up front, I think they're on a lot of podcasts that don't do the research that we do Mm kind of back in time. And that's and so we probably uncovered something she didn't think we would ever find.
2: Got
0: it. Yeah. It actually happened with another guest too that I did with Kat. Um but I'm not going to name names because we did cut it out um, and Mm -hmm. moved forward with the interview, but there was a a subject that, that they didn't want the the drama of it to be brought back up or anything like that. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the queen of all bloopers.
1: Is this me? Oh yeah. Is there any doubt? What did I do?
0: You told Ben Smith to practice oh. having kids. I mean, yeah.
1: come on, people, loosen up. Yep. You you
0: told you said you wanted uh, to send your the picture of your snacks to <laughs> Mike Burgunder. Yeah.
3: Can <laughs> you say, say, say something about way. Armin's brain?
0: Oh yeah, yeah that you're in love with Armin's brain. He's in love
3: with his brain. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Uh, I said what I
1: said. I stand by it. <laughs>
0: Snatch one's the best. And you wanted, you wanted Mike Bergener to adopt you as well. Of course,
1: yeah. yes. And Charlie
2: was able to help generate our first hater.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> My job was done. See you next year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't bring up Street Horner. Or
3: mm-hmm. we're going to get tons oh, of hate yeah. now.
1: Street's got the vid, you know. That's yeah. what I hear. I
3: think was bringing up cat, not street. Yeah. Well, yeah. You brought it up in a way that it
0: was Street. You said that Street dumped Katrin, and that got some
3: people riled up. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a handsome man. Me. I mean, we. know
2: you got
1: a you got a man crush on him. We know that. We're poking the bear now. You know,
3: I'm am mm-hmm. uh,
2: doing
1: Not some like judging. Markover. Doing some online judging for the U.S. trials, and Street happens to be in my little cadre mm-hmm. of athletes that I'm judging.
3: Well, well, well.
1: Mm-hmm. Just saying.
3: It's pretty cool.
0: Uh, so then I'm going to talk about the team, us. Here we
1: are.
0: What are some thoughts about the team? I can go if you want me to go first.
3: Yeah,
0: so, cool. so I'm going to start with Charlie. <clears throat> I love when Charlie's on, the, especially in the roundtables. You bring so much levity to what we do. Um, and I think we're better when you're here. And I hope that in 2021, <laughs> you can be
3: here much, much more. Um, well, I bought a couple muzzles in cages. <laughs> I oh,
2: Duct tape. <laughs> I have so we're record not recording,
3: you. are we? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I think,
0: I think you just, your, your quick wit and jokes add so much to the show. And I hope you can be with us a lot more in the coming 100 episodes. And then Amy, you are like, you've been one of my best friends for a long time. Uh, You're always there to talk when things are going rough and I wouldn't pick anybody else to do this podcast with. Um, I'm so glad that you did it and it's been such a blast um, getting to hang out with you more and more.
2: Yeah.
0: And Kat, gosh, we've only known each other for, well, it's almost a year.
1: Almost a year
0: almost a year. And uh, you have, it's so cool that you've come into my life. Um, I cannot say enough thank yous to all the help you give me with the administrative stuff of this podcast. As we have grown, uh, that work has gotten way more than I ever thought it would be. And uh, the fact that you have the time at the right time of the day to help me with uh, some things and, even doing editing on videos that I don't think you ever thought you'd get into, and editing on audio uh, to do all that. It's been awesome, and I appreciate you every day.
1: Thank you. I'm a producer. I produce. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I feel lucky that I can add international podcast co host to my resume. Um, no, Very I cool. mean, in all seriousness, I mean, you, you were part of the reason why I got involved in CrossFit to begin with um, all those years ago, um, and, so, and you and Charlie, you know, are, are my, some of my best CrossFit gym buds, um, and Kat just feels like a long-lost sister slash best friend, so I feel like I've known you for much longer than, than we really have, so, and it won't, I don't think it will feel weird at all when we meet in person. I think I'll be like, oh, yeah, like we totally know each other. I'm just going to be, we'll just be surprised
1: at each other's height. That's exactly what I I think. Because you seem a lot taller than me, but I don't think you're much taller than me. Yeah, I'm tiny.
3: She thinks she's taller than me, but she's not.
1: I try. I try. Yeah. I mean, Scott, you know, if you had asked me a year ago that this is where I would be and what I'd be doing, um, I wouldn't have believed, I wouldn't have believed you. So um, hats off to Diana, our mutual friend to, you know, hooking us up to begin with. And, uh, you know, Amy and Charlie, you guys are like, you know, brother and sister. And, you know, like what Scott said, Charlie, I wish you were around more because those zingers are priceless um, and we love having you around. And yeah, Amy, I mean, we just, I just cannot wait to spend some in-person time mm-hmm. w- with you. And uh, I love all of our coaching discussions and, you know, movement standard discussions and our, and our texts, our TikTok exchanges are priceless. Um, so thanks for tolerating me with all that. Appreciate it.
3: Yeah, I appreciate Kat for being here because it makes me feel better not being there. Because I know <laughs> that she's she's gonna be there to, to take the reins in case. So Scott's not there by himself if Amy's doing one of the forty seven thousand things that she does during the day. Um, and obviously Amy's like my sister. I see her all the time and talk to her. Scott, you you know, even though you left me off the Instagram thing when you put everybody else on there, that's you know we we'll talk about that later. But um, oh, the nine.
2: huh? The top nine, is that what you're talking
3: about? I don't know, it could be. One of those things. You had you and cat and Bacon and Sprinks and I was like, oh maybe I'm next. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Was it a
1: contest oh, that he was tagging you in?
3: <laughs> no. Don't oh god. <laughs> I'll show you one day. Okay. Um but no, I no, I, I appreciate you uh you know thinking of me and, and Amy when you Thought about doing this thing in life. I know how important this thing is to you. Uh, this thing being this podcast, um, because it's a passion of yours, and and putting us involved in that uh, just really shows you know how you how you what you think about us as as people and as friends, and you know I, I definitely appreciate it. Awesome.
0: Well, our next our next subject matter is our fans, and so if you don't know. I put out poll questions on my Instagram story today. Actually, or first thing this morning to get just the vibe of our listeners and what some of the, the answers to just four questions. Um, the first one being their favorite interview we did in the first 100 episodes. And so Ginger Snap 1966 said that Adam Kramer was her favorite. And that's, that's my wife.
2: I I was going to (laughs) say, Julie, Julie Schweitzer.
0: (laughs) Uh, My daughter actually said Julie Fouché was hers. Um, Jaxie 16 said Armin. Mm. Uh, Kaylee LB said Julie Fouché. Bacon had two. Uh, Cause oh. he's a friend of mine and he can't I was pick just say one.
1: he must be your friend
0: <laughs> and his two were uh, Freddie Camacho and Tasia. Mm. And the real Matt Matty Hahn said that Armin was his favorite.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: So then the second question was, what was your favorite moment on the show? And Kaylee LB said, when the Water Bottle Got Thrown at Dex. Mm, yeah. oh, that's yeah. probably yours too,
1: right, Scott? That was priceless.
2: That's one of, that's
0: one of my favorites. Uh, my wife actually said just the story of Aaron Smith. Oh. And, and she actually knows how much work went into the behind the scenes of that. Um, and that's special to me too, because I've known Aaron for 10 years. And to get, it, to, get to tell her story uh, internationally uh, was a really cool thing for me to be able to do. Um, and then my daughter said when you want to make multiple answers to the questions every single time thank you Corey. thank you uh Jaxi said when you guys discussed my question about rich versus matt
2: mm-hmm.
0: and bacon said amy calling me out for not commenting <laughs>
2: speaking of michael andrak where are your comments on here
0: No Michaels. Uh, So then uh, it was the favorite thing you learned about the us, the four of us during these hundred episodes. And Kaylee LB said, poor Charlie is the jailmate.
2: Oh, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, I did feel bad about
0: that. Uh, My wife said, how much Kat and Amy are alike? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, Bacon said that Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie.
2: Bacon, stop talking.
0: And Scott and I share the love for the words of Aaron Sorkin. (laughs) And Dex Hopkins said, Brooke throwing me under the
2: bus.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yep. And then the final question was, is it okay to have multiple answers to a question? Yes or no? And... 89% 89% of you said, yes, it's okay <laughs> to have multiple answers to a question. Oh
1: boy. Fueling the fire here. He's never going to stop, Amy. I know.
2: So the funny <laughs> then just thing is. Whatever your answer is going to be, then just say, I'm going to ask for two. Right, or top three. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, what's funny, Amy, was when you're not here on the round table, Kat answers more than one as well. <laughs> she just do doesn't it. when you're here.
1: Hey, I know how to play the game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, we want to thank the listeners. Like without you, it wouldn't be as fun. Uh, the comments we get are great. Uh, and it makes our day to be able to read those and, and, um, and talk to you back and forth uh, through social media or through YouTube about your feelings of, of what's going on and all the different news items. And we want you to keep commenting because it just, it means a lot to us. And we've grown in listeners quite a bit um, over this hundred episodes, um, and so we appreciate each and every one of you for for joining in and and uh, and celebrating with us all this fun stuff in the CrossFit world. So now we're kind of going to get back to our regular episode, where we're going to do our two silly questions. And the first question is, who is your dream guest for twenty twenty one? um amy
2: maybe i'll pick two <laughs> in honor of our 100th episode all right here they are ready i'm prepared for it rich froning and jamie green
1: oh that's good yeah. yeah Cat. Go. i have one Car Saunders.
0: Yeah, that'd be a great one.
1: Yep.
3: Charlie, I'd say Josh Bridges.
1: <laughs> you still <Yeah>. say
3: that? <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying Josh Bridges till he shows I up. I
1: know. I didn't. I, I, deli- I haven't delivered, Charlie. I haven't delivered. I thought I could for you.
3: Yeah, you get caught You can't get Josh. I mean, we we'll... no, I'm working on it. And my,
0: I'm gonna do one male, one female. And my male is Patrick Vellner. Hmm. Love to have him on. And my female is Sarah Sigmund's daughter.
1: Well, who knows? Maybe she'll be around this year and we can talk to her. Never know.
3: That'd be awesome. Maybe you was also that. Daniel, Brandon. Daniel Brandon,
2: but you know. But hey, Daniel, oh, we, can, we
3: can we'll take can, care of that real soon. You think we can have that one this year?
0: Yeah. All right. So the last question is what guests do we need to have back because we didn't get to ans- ask all the questions. And I'm going to start with Charlie.
3: Well, I, I just said mine because I didn't get to ask any of my questions. <laughs> Danielle Brandon. Or Bethany Shaburn. I, okay. I, I, they're just, they're great. They're, they're great CrossFitters and humans. Awesome. Cat. Kat.
1: I'm going to go with Carrie Pierce because I was not part of the show when you guys interviewed her first. And a lot has happened to her with her Mm -hmm. career since then. So I think we have plenty to talk about. And if all things go planned, we might have a chance to hang out with her soon.
3: Yep. We're starting power apps this week.
1: Yeah.
2: For
3: the 18th time.
2: Uh, I'm going to say Armin because I feel like when we were talking to him that it was just flowing. Like, I mean, we didn't even have to have questions. Like I just wanted to just chat with him. So I just enjoyed talking with him. So I think that would be fun to have him on again.
0: Yeah. He was on my list. Um, number two, because, uh, the same thing we never even got to talk about like his buddies and that podcast and kind of all of that. And uh, I'd love to have him back on just to learn about all, all of those things that are going on.
1: Well, a uh, lot of things are happening in Austin next year, this coming year, this year. So who knows? Maybe we'll, that's where, that's where Armin lives. So maybe we'll yeah. get to see him too.
0: Yeah. And maybe Joe Rogan and the Rogue Invitational and.
1: All that stuff. Yeah. There's supposed to be a, um, a competition at the end of January in Austin, the fittest experience. It's happening um, the last weekend in January. I know some people that are competing in it, um, but I will also tell you that as of yesterday, Austin is in like a code five shutdown from COVID. So again, uh, my predictions have been wrong all year about events not happening, so I'm not going to say anything, but we'll see. That will be the next one for us to at least watch and enjoy and talk about. Mm
0: So my, my full answer, my number one answer is Tasia. And I know it's no shock. Um, I still disagree that I fanboyed when she was on, but, (laughs) um, but literally I I didn't get through half of my notes when we were talking with her. Um, And so I'd love to finish that conversation uh, with some other things and uh, get her back on. That'd be awesome. So Just a quick reminder, uh, we are releasing Danielle Brandon's interview uh, Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. So that will be up for you guys to check out. And again, I'm not going to say it again, but she was very chill and relaxed uh, when we were talking to her and we had a lot of fun uh, during that interview. And I can't wait to share that with you guys. And now I'm going to say best thing from the internet and let's start with amy
2: okay well it was make watts great again for a couple of reasons number one by the way he's got the he's got the vid right now and if you follow his insta story his comments are hilarious he was like if i if something happens to me please and, and i die please give my assault bike to my ex <laughs> he hates the assault bike, but that's not my thing my favorite meme that he did was so in case you guys didn't see the Buckeyes won the Sugar Bowl and they're going to the national championship game on the 11th but he made a meme of so Justin Fields the quarterback who had an amazing game got um hit pretty hard from a targeting call and there's a meme of him getting on the assault bike and like really wincing because he was in pain and just if you know, Make watt's great again. He always talks about how much he hates the assault bike, and so I love that he combined, you know, the the Buckeyes and a meme together. So that was I like.
0: Cool. Um, Charlie.
3: I would say the um, not really an internet thing, but the uh, Cleveland Browns are. Going to the playoffs for the first time since uh, two thousand two, go. so uh, uh, that's for one of our uh, other listeners, another guy named Scott. So he makes sure he listens to the podcast and knows that uh, go Browns.
0: He's probably just, listening now behind the scenes.
3: It
2: definitely was against the um, the Steelers that was was using all of their backups, but that's okay. It's like
3: that they you won the listen. Super. Bowl. You just beat who's in front of you.
1: Okay, by two points. Okay. Yeah. so mine is another teenage uh up-and-coming athlete Mal O'Brien. so she put up a 195 pound snatch the other day on instagram um and just to watch some of these young ladies and the weight that they're putting up oops, sorry um it's just phenomenal phenomenal and we've re- reached out to her we're trying to get her on the podcast because i think she'd be a great addition to our little stable of uh of little teen ponies that we got going on they're awesome and i think they're all in the open division this year so we probably need to stop calling them teenagers even though they're technically teenagers but
3: yeah young ladies i, another one. I just thought about it's in my wheelhouse i think it was morning chalk i put this on there but there was a girl that put 245 on the bench i think it was
1: Mm-hmm.
3: very impressive
1: yeah, I just showed that to my son before we recorded. 245 bench press, legit, and her butt was on the bench.
3: Didn't move, didn't shake, just nice yeah. and smooth. It was fantastic.
1: Nin- 19 years old. Morning Chalk Up also announced that it was somebody's birthday um, on Friday that I think yeah. we have neglected to mention. So, Scott, happy birthday, my friend.
3: Happy belated birthday.
1: Are you, how, are we allowed to say how old you are?
3: He's a master's athlete.
1: 51.
3: Yeah, 51. Sweet. He's on the right end of the 50 to 54. Yes, for now. Yeah, that was a little bit of a
0: shock uh, to I wake think- up and see your name in the morning chalk up for a birthday.
3: <laughs> that was cool. Um,
0: and then a couple athletes reached out to me and actually said, Wish me a happy birthday, which made my life totally surreal. And I just thought I was dreaming. Uh, just like I am with this 100th episode. Um, but my best thing from the internet, uh, I have two because the viewer said that I can.
1: Started already. <laughs> it's like a golden ticket.
0: <laughs> my first is uh, the college football playoffs. These athletes that are now hurdling other human beings
3: <laughs>
0: and it's becoming a trend, the athleticism that that shows just blows me away. And so I just, kudos to all of those running backs, wide receivers, tight ends that are leaping over human beings. Um, That is freaking phenomenal. And my second best thing from the internet is from one of our former guests, Ryan Elrod. He is doing bridge work in Georgia. And if you have not seen the photos, of him suspended from the top of these bridges, it will blow your mind that there are humans willing to do this type of work.
1: And it's Um, perfect because he's like an acrobat. So he probably has zero fear of those heights, but.
0: I don't think any of the Cirque shows went that high. (laughs)
1: True.
0: (laughs) That was unbelievable, but it is, uh, the views are amazing. Uh, And he takes pictures and he has people videoing him descending and ascending to the tops of these bridges. It's freaking phenomenal. So kudos to, to Ryan. I know, you know, Vegas is kind of shut down with all the shows. And so he had to find some other work. Um, and at least he found something that is beautiful and acrobatic and takes a lot of fitness and he's killing it. So uh, shout out to Ryan for that. So we're going to leave you with uh, a reminder that RX Smart Gear is the title sponsor of this show. We have loved working with them. And we've had Dave Newman on a few times, but the whole crew there, uh, Kat and I've had the opportunity to work with, with Erica at RX Smart Gear and some other people. And they're so awesome and cool to work with. Um, we had an issue with our code yesterday and I reached out to Erica and she really, re- she responded in like two minutes.
1: Yeah and it was um, a Saturday you know right. a holiday and she's weekend. not even in the office <laughs>
0: um, and they're going to get it rectified tomorrow bef- and it'll be all fixed before we go live with this episode uh, but they're they're uh, they're on it Johnny on the spot with that but they have a whole new website that they just launched and uh, so check that out uh, cuz that's that's kind of the problem with our code the coding is different under this website than it was under the other one. And so it just didn't, it didn't transfer right. Uh, but they're gonna fix, fix that in the morning. Uh, so, yeah, thanks to RX RxSmartGear, Clydesdale15. That code will work tomorrow, all caps. Uh, everything but new releases and special editions. 15% off everything in the store. Yeah, and we're, we're still doing hashtag to a thousand. Trying to get those subscribers on YouTube. Just got to hit that subscribe button. Tell your friends all about it and uh, share it with anybody you can. And uh, if you make sure your profile is public, you are entered in for a drawing for a brand new RX Smart Gear Jump Rope um, every 100 subscribers we get. So check that out. And like, subscribe, comment to this episode. Uh, We'd love to hear any thoughts you have about the 100 episodes you may have listened to or any thoughts you may have uh, it'd be awesome. So, with that, we're going to close out episode one hundred <laughs> of the Clydesdale Fitness and Friends. say See ya. Yeah, we can't leave without that one more time, guys. Bye. Three, two, one.
1: Bye. See ya.